Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee. Don't forget to use that promo code DNVR25 because when you do, you'll get 25% off your entire purchase of that CBD infused, deliciously rich and potentially life altering Strava Craft Coffee. I'm your host, Drew, Cur- Drew Creaseman. Easy for me to say. <laughs> Who am I? Where am I? Uh, you know, let's do let's do a second take on this. We're not live or anything. Cut it over. Oh, let's start over again. Take it back to the front, up from the top, live from two different parts of the DNVR bar. I'm your host, Drew Creaseman. There it is. Got it that time. Nailed it. Joining me as always is beat writer Patrick Lyons. And uh, joining us before the show, we even started in the YouTube comments. Here is our friend Stony Neff. Happy 420, Stony. Hope everyone's going out to Solace Meds. Uh, I don't know what any of that means, by the way. Uh, says the Rockies aren't nearly as bad as I thought they'd be. They suck really bad, but they don't super suck. And there, my friends, is the mission statement for the 2021 Colorado Rockies. We don't super suck. (laughs) I mean, where's that line? That's the question, right? Sucking and super sucking. And and you know what? Maybe I'm okay with them super sucking. That's that's tanking, right? Right. That's the super suck. There's a strategy. There's an art to super suck and super sucking. And we should stop saying that word. So let's, yeah, I was going to say, at some point, we're going to get demonetized. Go we got to be careful here. <laughs> yeah, super suck might be a whole other thing that we know mm. nothing about. And um, that's that's pretty much what we're going to have to say in court. That's yeah. We, we didn't know what that was. Look, I, I've never heard that word before. But yeah, uh, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about the Colorado Rockies today. We'll preview this two-game set against the Houston Astros. Uh, two-game sets are always strange and... Uh, interleague. And so there's a bunch of stuff on top of other stuff here. We'll see if anyone brings trash cans. We'll let you know. Uh, (laughs) But, but Patrick, let's, let's start as as we often do. You kind of said this as we were wrapping up the, the Mets series, Uh, you're kind of looking for two wins over these next five games. Do you think the Rockies can figure out a way to split this two gamer with the Astros? Absolutely. I mean, that was going to be my hot take. It's oh, I love it. It's crazy that we it. it's crazy that we live in in a world here in 2021 where the hot take is the Rockies are going to win tonight because I really do think they are. I think the bats are going to come out blazing. Uh, you might want to take a lot of overs. I think there's going to be a lot of money to be had tonight. This is going to be uh, very high scoring. I hope more so for the Rockies than for for both clubs. But you're going to want to take the over on the ten and a half. Um, and, and there's gonna be a couple guys chipping in with a few hits here and there. And again, it might, some of it might come at the expense of John Gray, but, uh, we're, we're going to see the bats come alive tonight. I I really, I really think that's going to happen. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I I think they're kind of due. I, I think that the offense is ready as I wrote, you know, it's the, I actually, I sent a tweet out like this. I had blanked out the Diamondback series, whatever. They won that set. It didn't matter. But actually, no, no, no. Actually, no, I believe this holds true. This will be the first time they're not set to face at least one Cy Young winner at some point in the series. I, I just remembered they faced Madison Bumgarner um, in the Diamondbacks. Does he have one? I'm just now thinking, did he actually win the Cy Young or does he just? I don't think he has one under his yeah, belt. I'm not no. sure that he did. World Series MVP. Same thing. It counts as the same level of thing, right? But he did. He won three games in the World Series, so I mean, it's it's a little more impressive, almost, to just completely win a World Series single-handedly, right? It really is. 
so the idea now, now, now these, these Stroh's guys, they're young pitchers who can hurl it a little bit, but they're not as experienced. They're not as dominating. They're not as domineering. They're much more beatable than the Walker Buellers and the Jacob deGroms and, and the Trevor Bowers and even Stroman and, and Cueto, the guys that they've been facing already. So I'm with you. I like that prognostication. I'm laying down my now daily $5 bet for Trevor Story to hit a GD home run. He's due. Well, I think the Vegas thinking is you got to double that bet because if you bet $5 on Sunday and you lost, well, you got to make up for that. So you need to bet maybe $10 today and just keep doubling it each and every time because eventually the dude's going to hit that home run. And yeah, you might be down $2,000, but then when it comes in, you're going to be up another thousand. So I, it all balances out. I'm pretty sure that math checks out. No, you totally nailed my betting strategy there. You, you've got, you've got it absolutely right. Uh, so since we're on it, let's go ahead and go through these before we get to some fun games, play a little start bench cut, get to know everybody here in the comments. Hopefully you're joining us on YouTube, hanging out with us. You can play right along. Tell us what you would start bench and cut. We'll do some baseball ones. We'll do some non-baseball ones. Always a fun game. Uh, but well, let's see what we do. What I am on KBO right now. <laughs> where, did, where did the game go? Oh, uh, do we have a, uh, uh, let me see. Well, okay. So you've got the Rockies winning tonight. Then you, you, this is the one you think they get is this first one. Yeah. Jose Arquiti is on the Hill. Uh, he's, he's very underrated. He's a bit slept on as far as uh, starting pitchers go. Young guy uh, has, you know, one previous start against the Rockies. Didn't go so great. Again, I'm, I'm feel like I'm able to throw that one out. So Rikidi tomorrow uh, afternoon, a, a weird Wednesday afternoon game uh, followed by a, an off day on Thursday. Very strange. Uh, but yeah, this is the one to get. And I think this is the one they, they will get. Uh, could they win two games? I actually think there is a chance of that. Now, uh, you know, originally, uh, before the season, you had picked Oakland to win the West. So did Michaela. I picked Houston to win the West. And then Oakland went and, like, won the first five games, swept Oakland. A week later, it was the opposite, yeah. where Oakland was was beaten up on Houston. So you can't, you can't really make heads or tails. So I think Houston's down a little bit right now. They're a little beat up. Uh, their bullpen is is suffering because of it. You know, Granke's the only name that you really know. Lance McCullers Jr. is there, but um, and and while they they locked him up to uh, to an extension, they just don't have those same reliable guys right now. With with Verlander still recovering from Tommy John surgery, so um, they're they're hurting right now. They're they're down. And, and I think this is an opportunity where the Rockies could just take advantage of it. The bats just get hot. They do the, they do the little things well, and they come through with a victory. Um, I think it's at minus 148, at least it was earlier this afternoon, for uh, a Rockies win. So you may want to look to hit that. But the over-under is 10.5. I think we're definitely going to hit the over on that. Uh, historically, the Rockies and, and Astros, they, they do fairly well against each other. It could have just something to do with being interleague rivals, not seeing the, uh, the opposing uh, lineup quite as much, not being as familiar with those guys. Not sure, no. but uh, they, they score a lot. And the interesting thing is, too, is that in their last 10 games uh, played against one another, the, uh, the Astros have won nine of those last 10. In fact, they've won nine in a row. Rockies have not won a game against the Astros since August of 2018. And so that's going to end tonight. They're due. They're that's due. why that's a hot take. That's why it's a hot take. Worst team in baseball like playing a club that they haven't beat since 2018, even though they've had numerous opportunities to do so over the, the next three seasons, they're actually going to get it done tonight. 
Yeah, I, I like that take. John Gray on the hill, obviously that helps. He's been going well uh, for most of the season. His over-under is at uh, for strikeouts is at 4.5. Now we know, you know, he wasn't quite the strikeout artist last year that he's been in the past, and he hasn't quite been the strikeout artist yet this year. He While he's been good, uh, I don't think you could argue yet that he's dominated. And as you mentioned, you know, Trash cans or no trash can sign stealing or no sign stealing. These Astros have some thumpers in there, but they do have some guys that strike out. I mean, they'll they'll hit their home runs. They'll they'll hit their doubles in the gap to be sure. Um, what do you think of that over four point five strikeouts for John Gray tonight? We're going to be seeing that all year long. That's going to be the number. Sinzatella's numbers probably going to stick around three and a half for each and every game. Uh, whereas Gray's going to be four and a half, sometimes five and a half. Uh, he's, he's recorded, uh, he's been over four and a half twice already this season. Um, and, and twice he's, he's been under that. So actually once he's only been under that. So, so he's, he's been good for that, but, uh, uh, I would take the over. I, I think he's going to get that tonight. I think there's a chance he even could get slapped or, or slapped around a little bit and, and still be able to come away with, with five K's. Uh, we don't know what the Astros lineup is just yet. They haven't announced that. Uh, here we are close to about 5 o'clock, uh, less than two hours from first pitch. Um, Astros up. maybe doing some strange things. What? Not them. Not them. Not Tom Coolery? What could they be up to? Um, yeah, I would take I would take the over on that. I feel pretty decent. Again, it's not going to be by a lot. I wouldn't say it's a lock. I would stay away from it if I had to. But I'm going to say, yes, John Gray is going to get at least five tonight. Yeah, I, I like the over on John Gray strikeouts tonight. Like I, like like you said, I think he could even give up a few runs and get there. I also think that he could be ready for a, a dominant start to really lock in and show like this hasn't been just a nice little outing, but that he's earning that next contract, that he's going for it, and that he's going to have himself a big year. So I'm looking for him to come out hot tonight. And if you line that up with what you said earlier, reason for the bats to kind of break out, uh, I, I I like the win tonight. I like maybe even. Uh, a going away win for the Colorado Rockies only for them to probably get turned around and, and thumped on uh, the next one. But Hey, <laughs> live in the moment, <laughs> live in the day, <laughs> live in the day. Uh, we, we do have a couple other ones here, but since I see everybody getting involved in the comments, Liam wants to know, should I take the Mets or Cubs today? First of all, Liam, have your parental figure get on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah. I think we might be uh, obligated to report on that. Yeah, we say. may need to. Our guy Liam out there. Careful, buddy. Uh, have have the, the parental figure, who the, the person who has the Breck Brew privileges in, your, in the family get that done. But Mets or Cubs today? Who's on the hill? I haven't looked. I mean, not, not Jacob DeGrom. I'm going to go it's ahead and they, say. They've just used DeGrom and Stroman, so uh, I don't know. I like the uh, – I'll see if I can find that one. I Tom also Walker see and Jake Arrieta. Okay. This pitch really he's, – he's been good. He's, he's back yeah. in the Cubs' uni. Um, you know, we know when guys play for the Yankees, they put on those pinstripes and immediately they become superstars. Some guys, when they return back to their, uh, you know – the, yeah. the locale of their previous success, you know, they, they seem to light it back up. So Arietta, he was away for three years in Philadelphia. He's come back to Chicago and has kind of reinvigorated his career a little bit late in his career. So um, Taiwan Walker, though, we, we do know uh, number back to, is he number 99? I love Taiwan is he, Walker. Is he back to 99? For anyone who doesn't know. remember, we, we did like the history of, of numbers, <laughs> I think. Yeah, we did. We did the history of numbers yeah. and 
We learned that he was 99 for a period of time, and he went to Toronto, couldn't use it because Hyunjin Ryu was there. So then he was double zero. Comes to the Mets, can't use double zero because that's Mr. Mets number. And he can't use zero because Marcus Stroman's got it. So he had to go back to 99. He's, he's had his number issues, to say the least. <laughs> and he's going to have issues today because the Cubs are going to come away with a victory at Wrigley Field with Jake Arrieta on the hill. There you heard. Take the Cubs. I uh, see a couple people here asking, um, Kaylee, Callie, Calais? I want one of those to be right. Kaylee. I feel like Callie. 100%. Kaylee. It's Kaylee. It's, just, it's Kaylee, right? 100%. Okay. 100%. Uh, so Kaylee. Saying... You know, time to clean house, get Trevor and Charlie on a good team. We can't afford it. I saw a couple other people opening up with uh, time to clean house. And I just wanted to let y'all know that if you're interested in that conversation, you should subscribe to the DNVR.com because I am working on an article right now about the top five ways to fix the Colorado Rockies. And one of them includes this very thing, exactly how and why to clean house. A little bit of a spoiler for you, I will say that while I agree with, you know, shipping out most people, I do think there's one particularly bearded fellow that might be worth keeping through the duration of his career for a, a myriad of reasons, uh, very little of which have anything to do with making the team more competitive over the next couple of years. You want to hear more about that? You're going to have to subscribe. You're going to read all about it. You should subscribe, though, because you got all kinds of articles from Patrick and myself to read. You got all kinds of discounts weekly, all kinds of things on hats and masks and shirts you get a bigger beer when you come down here to the dnvr bar which is a fantastic thing and right now when you order the annual subscription we'll hook you up with a free shirt and a free holistic stick from our friends at holistic wellness check them out at h-o-l-i-s-t-i-k wellness.com they've got a ton of positive reviews they do cbd they are the experts in cbd this holistic stick is a great way to give it a try see what you think of it it's got 10 milligrams of cbd in there focused on a little bit of recovery really really good stuff for you i swear by it it really helps me uh, throughout the day with anything from focus and sleep uh, to just general anxiety uh, check them out again at holisticwellness.com that's h-o-l-i-s-t-i-k wellness.com use promo code dmvr30 to get 30 percent off when you're ordering other stuff but when you become a member right now you just get some for free so go to the dmvr.com sign up for that annual membership get all of that stuff plus all the written content and when you come down here, you come down to the bar, you're going to get you're gonna upgrade. They're going to supersize it. Yeah. And that doesn't super suck. That's just rules. <laughs> That's just rules. That's right. Speaking of things that do not super suck, though, I suppose you could super suck a Breck brew if you're old enough to be on the DraftKings Sportsbook placing some of these bets with us as well. Then you're probably old enough to be out there drinking a little bit of Breck brew, maybe having yourself a Seltzy. Whatever it is, it's damn good beers, damn good seltzer. They got all the best flavors in the world for you, for you beer connoisseurs. They've got some fun and exciting stuff, including the Mountain Beach Sour is one of my favorites. If you're more of a just regular beer drinker grab that lager grab that avalanche amber ale you like an ipa the hot peak i promise is going to impress you everything for every beer drinker it's damn good beer and same thing with the seltzers you can get 15 can samplers at your local king supers down a liquor store or here at the dnvr bar Did you see this comment where is uh conorado coming in i was just i was just about to click it i'm like oh, we're we getting roasted here we're connor's roasting us <laughs> Drew looks right. like he just finished an outing of golf in the rain, and Patrick looks like he just finished teaching a freshman year seminar in college. He's not too far off, <laughs> I'll say. 
little bit, a little bit. Yeah, we, we would both be home in those locations. We'll just say yeah. that. Uh, this, is why you, this is why you need to be. Oh, yeah, there you go. This is why you got to be watching and subscribing on YouTube so you can see what kind of styles we got. And and I, I I'm, we're going to be changing the style up, I think. We need to have a couple theme days. We, we had a we had our buddy on uh, from, from wrestling. What was our buddy? I'm drawing a blank. What, what was oh, his name? Cormac. That's right. Mr. Cormac. Battle Congratulations on. on his uh, gig over at Purple Row now. It's baseball man full on now. That's it. Great guy. Well, that's it. I know. It, it, do we, we might have to start feuding with those guys. Oh, we, we need I to like have a that. shoot. I don't know, man. Yeah, I thought he was with us. I don't he know turns what happened. Back on us. Oh, Cormac, man. look, brother, we see you. But we're going to have some more theme bills. days. We're going to have some theme days coming up, I think. We got to make things a little more interesting, a little more spicier here on the pod. Um, and so golf outing or Professor Lions, whatever you, whatever you want to call us, go ahead. But join in on YouTube. That's right. Come hang out. Uh, any other bet? We got to do our, our hits for the game tonight. I don't know if there's any other bets you wanted to advise folks on or against uh, <laughs> in the game tonight. Uh, but uh, we do have to take somebody. The Rockies have put out their lineup. The Astros refuse to, apparently. But the Colorado Rockies have put out their lineup. More or less what you would expect to see. Uh, looks like night off for Hampson, who's been a regular. Other than that, you got uh, Tapia McMahon, Story Blackman, Cron. Daza, Fuentes, and Dom Nunez. Well, you've got a one-game hit streak going because you were right on top. Yeah, I've, I have not gotten a hit. I've not picked a guy to get a hit in the last two straight games. Michaela's at three games, and I guess because she's not here, it's going to be four. We got to count oh. it against. We got to count oh. it against her, right? Brutal. Unless, unless she chimes in, maybe she's listening now. We'll, we'll have to find out. Uh, I'm going to go Trevor Story, and again, you can't go wrong going Trevor Story. It's also the first time I've tapped. Trevor Story to be my guy, so I don't feel too bad doing it now. He's gonna be, uh, he's gonna be the streak buster. He's gonna get going. It'll probably be for a home run, as we said, because he can't not hit a home run every game, right? <laughs> it's time. It's, it's time. time. There's gonna be, there's gonna be six or seven guys in this lineup that end up getting a hit tonight, off Luis Garcia. Yeah, again, young guy, rookie, doesn't have too much underneath his belt, and it's, it's, it's gonna be a slugfest. It, the Rockies are going to come through. Right? Again, six different guys. Yeah. Spread it around if you want. Daza. Oh, man. Daza's in there. You that like would, that? That, I'm gonna, I'd be I'm showing gonna, off. That'd be showing off if you, you know Daza. I'm going to take the guy batting eighth. I'm going to take the guy batting eighth in the lineup. Now, he's he's swung a – it's been an all or nothing bat for Dom Nunez this year. When he connects, it goes over the wall or the one time off the wall. And other than that, he's basically striking out. Uh, but again, we've talked about the the caliber of pitching these guys have, uh, have faced so far. So I, I I like Nunez to come up with a hit with maybe just like a solid single to right field or back up the middle, you know, just a just a base hit for my guy Dom Nunez. <laughs> He's due for one of those. That's all you need, right? Yeah, I mean Tony Walters, all he was getting was uh, singles and uh, two baggers, and and all Dom Nunez can do is is hit those four baggers. And so I, I won't hold you to that. If he does just get a single, that's all right. All right. Liam's taking Rymac. Kerry's taking Krong. I like that. That's a bold pick. He's he's been he's been rough this year. I feel like they're. I said today on on a radio show, our guy, uh, sh- a what a radio show up in Greeley, our guy thirteen ten KFKA with Brady Hole. The Brady. whole show. Uh, that that I, I'm expecting these veterans. To, to come around and, and start kind of just 
matching their career numbers. Charlie Blackman was attempting one today. He's hitting 191. That's just not going to continue. Kron, you took you took story again. I think for for similar reasons, we're due for a big story game. Uh, but but Kron's another guy who, even if he ends up working himself into a trade or getting benched when Brendan Rodgers comes back, whatever it is, he's he's a better hitter than what we've seen. He may be, you know, even if he's done, he's better than this. And and we saw it in spring training. Some so yeah, ready to. Yeah, and it would be interesting to, again, it, that's one of the uh, disappointing parts of, of all of this and, and the lack of access that we have in the clubhouse because this would be a more simpler, more relaxed environment to go up to him and say, I mean, obviously you've played a Coors Field before, but again, the hangover, right? The the effect of, of what the ball's doing, how much has that um, been hard to deal with on the day-to-day or series-to-series basis, right? Because guys come in and then they, they, they fly out, even if you're the Dodgers, Padres, Whoever you're in and out, and before there's a major impact uh, upon what you do, you're you're back home. You're 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 back on the road somewhere else where uh, those pitches normalize, the movement normalizes, and so is Kron feeling that. Now he should be feeling that at home, right? Because because the ball should be coming right in his wheelhouse and should be you know like back when he was in his Triple A days at with the Salt Lake City Bees. As it were, he's he's struggling. Um, so I think that's a good pick tonight where he. Um, he, he could kind of find himself a little bit and he's going to need to, let's face it. He, he is going to be need to, uh, and you like a veteran guy to kind of meet that challenge more so than a youngster who's going to be pressing more than, than, than a, a veteran like Kron. So, uh, I, I see him coming through tonight as well. He's one of the six. He's one of the six. I, I do appreciate the conversation going on in our, in our comments here. Carrie trying to help Conorado out. Very excited to take Hamp daddy, AKA the pride of Reno, AKA the King of speed. Not in the lineup tonight. That doesn't mean you should necessarily back off on it, though. Could get a pinch hit appearance. That it'd be bold if you take someone who's not in the lineup and then they get a hit. That's so much better bragging. Wow. Huge, huge swag if you pull that off. But the more important thing here is what are the top five Garrett Hampson nicknames? Because <laughs> Hamp Daddy, Pride of Reno, King of Speed, the Hamster. So we know, like those are. I'm calling the Harrier. More. He's the, the Harrier. Harrier. Was yours? That's right. I, I knew we were forgetting a few. Uh, baby Ionetta, baby Ionetta, large adult Hamp son. I know that's one people enjoy the Hamp son. I believe that's, will that's new to me. Son of Hamp, <laughs> son of Hamp. Yeah, all right. Hamp rope, uh, <laughs> the hamper <laughs> giving them the hamp. <laughs> All right. All right. I think, I think we've run that one into the ground. We'll have an official top 10 for you at some point. Hardcore Hamp, hardcore Hamp. Ooh, hardcore hamp is actually not bad. <laughs> or is we're making, it? I don't know. We're making these up on the fly. Oh, G hamp. Yeah, even just G hamp. Yeah, straight up. It's a little, it's much subtler. All right. Yeah, I, I like all those bets. I like the over on John Gray. I like the over on the game. The Rockies to get some runs. Trevor Story to hit a home run every day until he does it. And uh, correct. And yeah, the Rockies to get the W tonight. I think those are solid value bets. You should make them all on your DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you've got it downloaded today. Whole lot of fun, just like we're doing. Whether you expect the Rockies to win or not, you can run through who you expect in the half of a big night. Who do you think is going to have a bad night? Who can they? Uh, who's going to hit that home run? Win you a little bit of bonus money. And, and it just does make it that much more fun. Now, we've all got uh, people to, to root for, and, and we'll know, like, hey, if Kron comes up with a hit. Now, everyone who watches will be like, hey, Kerry's guy came through with a big hit. Let's go. Or, 
or whichever, any one of us that takes it. So it's just, it, it makes it so much more fun. I really have gotten into this. You can too, if you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Uh, they've got now a big show coming up in the octagon. What is it? UFC? What's the number? I don't know. But the aforementioned 4,000 it, it, something. It's, the, it's in the 4,000s. I know that. that that's right. Uh, if you know, oh, here it is. It's it's 261. They're, they're, they're getting ready for a big, big fight. No better way to test your MMA knowledge than to put your money where your mouth is, just like with your baseball knowledge. I know y'all are very, very smart, very educated sports people out there. This is the best way to prove it by making your pocketbook bigger. So download the top-rated sportsbook, DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $5 into $130 in free bets if the title contender of your choice wins place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend that's code dnvr to turn five dollars into 130 dollars in free bets if the fighter of your choosing takes home the crown for a limited time only at DraftKings sportsbook must be 21 or older colorado only new customers only restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 kamara uzman over jorge masvidal easy probably not gonna pay very much but that one's going to be a lot for 261. Also, you know, we talk about who's going to get a hit, who's going to hit a home run, strikeouts, all that jazz. But during the game, there are those other bets too, right? You can you can bet on the pitch. You can you can say, wow, this guy's lost it. He's going to throw a ball here. You can you can predict the outcome of that bat. If it's going to be a hit by a pitch, if the guy's going to get a hit. So like, obviously we're not talking about that now because it depends a lot of it on the matchup. But don't be afraid of while you're watching the game uh, and listen to our guy, Drew Goodman on AT&T Sportsnet. You're also on the DraftKings Sportsbook app to make those little bets and, and, and make even a pitch that much more interesting. Totally. Will, I have asked myself this exact question before regarding the hangover effect. Is there any way to look up a team road number specifically for the first three or six games of a road trip only to California versus trips to other stadiums? The answer to your question is yes. It's just remarkably tedious. <laughs> you, I think our, I th- yeah, I think our guy uh, Nathaniel Sunshine did something similar to that recently. Uh, he's over at yeah. Rock's Pile now, and uh, he, he recently wrote something where he kind of looked at that. And, yeah, California is its is its own world because they're very much sea level with no humidity, whereas, again, you go to the East Coast, still talking relative sea level, uh, but they do have that humidity, so there they're, they're different impacts on uh, on the ball and whatnot. And, yeah, that, that's an interesting case. What, what, what do we learn from that, right? Uh, the team knows this and the team has known it for a while. How do they change it is really the question. And they, they still yet to find that answer. At least the analytic has yet to find that answer. Yeah. <laughs> the analytic is he's on it. We'll, we'll let you know how it goes. Um, all right. I think it's time for some fun. I think it's time to get to know everybody a little better baseball and away from baseball and play a little start bench cuts. All right, Patrick. This, of course, is the baseball version of Mary F. Kill. <laughs> As everyone knows, you basically pick the person uh, or thing in the category that you're most attached to that is your star starting player on your team. Then you got to put someone on the bench, an important role player that you still want around, maybe not as important as your starter. And then one of these three, they're cut. They're out. They're not having any of this stuff. None of this. So I haven't seen these ahead of time, but I got to know, 
is is there going to be anything you're going to be setting me up for that's going to upset me even half as much? Is it upset you last week having to be forced to cut Dante Bichette? I don't I don't know that I'm going to be able to match that. It's, all right, that's that's that is that's the top right there. That's there, putting someone in a corner. There is one that's designed to be to be okay. pretty tough in, okay. in that way. But uh, this one that I'm going to start you with, Rockies-based, is really tough, I think. But I think there's different ways to interpret it, and we haven't quite put it this way. Now that it's kind of coalesced, we see who's doing what right now in this moment this season. I'm giving you Rockies pitchers at this moment. Armand Marquez, Kyle Freeland, John Gray. Start, bench, cut. Uh, well, I, I don't think this takes too much time to think about, uh, Kyle Freeland's hurt right now. We don't know what we're going to get from him. So he's, he's easily an unknown. And considering that Marquez and gray have been doing some, some good things on the Hill, you feel comfortable, uh, with, with keeping those two guys on the roster. Right. So you have to cut Freeland for me right off the bat, just because we don't know what we're going to get from him. We saw him in San Francisco. He's, you know, he was able to travel with the team. He was trying. You see, now this doesn't kill me. This is going to kill people to hear it out there, but it's not going to kill me. Oh, like cut I was going to say, I have know, to cut. Yeah, you know who's listening to this podcast, right? <laughs> you know who watches this show, right? Oh my god! This, this oh, carries with you. Okay, well, like hey, so far, the one <laughs> you've got, you've got. Okay, cut and cut. I'm on spec right now, and again, we're we're yeah. we're keeping this somewhat uh, nebulous. We're not talking about 2022. We're not thinking about that far down the line. So yeah, I have to cut Freeland just because we don't know what we're going to get from him. We hope he comes back healthy. We also hope when he, he does come back, he doesn't re-injure his, his shoulder, right? Obviously. Um, so then it comes down to, to Marquez and Gray. And while I think in many ways Gray has produced better outcomes or statistically you could look at his numbers and say, well, if we just look at earned run average, if you will, he's been the better. I still think the money's on Herman Marquez. He's been the streak breaker. Uh, I, I was listening to something earlier today talking about the Yankees, the last place Yankees are five and 10. They're struggling right now and, and how they need a guy to go out there like an Andy Pettit, who again, maybe he's a hall of famer. Maybe he's not, maybe deserves it. Maybe he doesn't. We know he was a uh, steroid user, but he could stop a losing streak. And if there's anyone on this team that has, has proved it time and time again, it's been Herman Marquez. And it's for, it's for that reason. I have to make him the ace. I have to start Herman Marquez. I'm gonna bench John Gray. I, I might even, I might even throw him in the ninth inning there. I mean, eight innings from right. Marquez, one from John Gray. I like this. Come off the bench now. a little. Ninety-eight. And Kyle Freeland. I'm, I'm gonna DFA, and I, I think I'll still be able to get a prospect back from him in the trade here. That's my start bench cut. Oh. <laughs> That's wow. tough. Uh, That's a tough one, Drew. You, it, you put me on the spot there. I will. You, you took my answer though. I, I will say, I, I thought. Uh, I, we think I, I too much I was alike these be days. A edgy. It, I know this is scary. It's, this is scary. There, there's definitely an argument, and and I think too, if you were to take this more, like if you want to take a wider angle lens and like reinterpret the question and and say like as an asset for the Rockies moving forward, it's entirely possible John Gray is gone a year from now, and Kyle Freeland Absolutely. could still be a huge part of the future. So I yeah. thought about that way of going bench free. Uh, Because I do think there are plenty of good things to come from him in the future. 
you know, it, it got difficult for me even too with like Marquez. We, we talked about this last time in, in the series wrap with me being completely unfairly holding him to a very high standard because I'm ready to see it and him not quite getting there, but it's still like, whatever. He's still the closest to that standard. There's a reason he's the guy I'm holding to that. And that's why you've, you've got to start him. Um, he's so, he's so Roman, the, right order. He's the yeah. Rockies version and we're going to lose some people, but we're going to jump back on in 30 seconds. Marquez is the Rockies Roman reigns trash him all you want. You can get frustrated yep. by him because you know how good he is. But bottom line is who's in the main event at WrestleMania yep. Roman reigns who's starting opening day. Man. Who's the guy you want on the Hill to break that losing streak. Herman Marquez. Yep. Marquez, Marquez reigns. He's the King, King Marquez. Yeah. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to take you away from baseball now for one. I, I was trying to say one of these I wrote is like, oh, it's going to be a lot harder on me than it's going to be on, on Patrick. Uh, I'll, I'll give you this one. We, we have to redo this. This was, this was actually, I, I won't say it was aimed at Michaela, but it was one that I wanted to make sure because we're always doing, um, musicians that she's never heard of. I figured we would do some musicians that she's heard of. And I would do Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish, Dua Lipa. <laughs> I knew you're going to find a way to work Dua Lipa in there. I had to work um, Dua Lipa in. I've I've well, I'll give my answer in a minute. I want to hear yours. All right. Right off the bat, I'm starting Taylor Swift. I mean, she's the goat. She's the best. I, I don't know necessarily how many songs I could name, but it, it's unmistakable how many hits she has. It's, it's one of the few artists where if my wife has that on playing in the background, you know, might, might not get to me. It's just kind of there. It's she's, she's the goat. Taylor Swift is starting. No two ways about it. She's the Herman Marquez of the music industry. Uh, these analogies are not going the way I was hoping for. All right. So now it's, now it's down to Billie Eilish and Dua Lipa. Now, I can I can get down with a lot more Dua Lipa songs than Billie Eilish songs. However, when it comes to being an artist, I think the edge is hands down goes to Billie Eilish. So while Tough Guy might be the only song that I can really uh, put a finger on for Billie Eilish, I, I'm, I'm going to bench her and, and I'm going to cut Dua Lipa. She's a pop star. Cool. That's great. She's going to probably come out with a, a couple more hits than a Billie Eilish, but Respect wise, I, I respect what Billie Eilish is doing uh, for for women, for for music, uh, for her Irish named brother whose name uh, escapes me at the moment. Right. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Finn, but, uh, Finn. Finn. Is that, I just there you Finn? go. Oh, it's Finn. All yeah, right. he's doing his own thing. So uh, I'm starting Taylor Swift. That's easy. I'm benching Billie Eilish and Dua Lipa. Have have a nice life. We'll see you in Vegas in ten years. I respect your answer. I respect everything you just said. If you don't start Taylor Swift, true. This... And I'm about to make some enemies. Now, I've said some controversial things on this podcast before. I've made people downright angry at me. One guy sent me a very unpleasant DM. <laughs> I'm cutting Taylor Swift. I'm done. I've, I've, I've long had it. As, as an early defender of T-Swizzle and the Swifties and the whole thing. Look, she's fine. I don't have a problem with it. Patrick's out. He done left. He's, he's, he's bounced. Look, look, I, I actually, uh, same thing that Patrick said. If she's on, I don't, I don't, I don't turn it off. 
Thank you, man. Oh, hook me up with that Strava Craft coffee. Lindsay, get me that Strava. You know how I love it. I say it's life-altering every day, and I am not messing with you people. Love that Strava Craft coffee. Uh, but I, I got to cut Taylor Swift. I'm going to start Billie Eilish. I'm on that Billie Eilish train. Billie Eilish is what's up. Billie Eilish is creative. She's making new music for a new generation. It's it, it really blows my mind. It has been a long, long time since I've been in the radio. Uh, been, been in the car and the radio's on and and something and Katie like turns it up. Goes, have you heard this song before? Have you heard of this person? And it actually grabs me. And I went, oh, that's different. You don't have to love it. I, I understand people that can't get into Billie Eilish. If it's not your thing. Whisper singing isn't for everybody. It's far more difficult to do than people realize. But it's new. It's fresh. It's creative. It's original. Billie Eilish has way more musical creativity than I've ever had in my life. Taylor Swift's songs are nice. They're pleasant. They're, they're wonderful. But Careful. She's not more creative than I am. She's not a better musician than I am. And that always weirded me out. Like, you should be better than me to be that famous and popular and have that many Grammys. Billie Eilish could sing and write song circles around me for days. Like, I am blown away by that. Taylor Swift ability. will still have top selling <laughs> albums and be oh, winning yeah. Grammys in 10 years. Whereas, in 10 years, well, again, I, I dig what Billie Eilish does. She could be the next. Fiona Apple, which again, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but I'm saying Taylor Swift is going to stay up here, and Billie Eilish, I, I don't know if she's going to have that longevity. That's insane. I mean, record sales are for the for the masses. Give me a, a musician, uh, and and I'm surprised actually that I like Dua Lipa at all. I don't know anything about her first album. I've I've heard like one true. quote from her as a as a real thing. Um, uh, somebody told me it was probably Katie was, she said something like her first album was kind of a downer and that she was really happy that she's winning all these awards for this album. That's an, an upper, but it grooves. I, I, this, I've only heard this album. It slaps, it grooves. She came on SNL. I was like, I'm not going to like this at all. Two songs. I was like, yeah. <laughs> but, so basically she's, she's following the jewel template. She's doing the jewel template. I'm relating all of these jewel. artists back to people in the nineties, right? And this is great because I prefer Fiona Apple and Jewel to Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera, who've had okay. much longer, much more successful careers. But give me the other two, you know? All right. Well, I don't know. This, is, this isn't a great comparison for Taylor Swift. But it's a little bit in the camp, and I did go back to, to re-examine Jagged Little Pill. If Taylor Swift is Alanis Morissette and Billie Eilish is Fiona Apple, now who you want? Still Are Fiona you Apple. This, you know, Ooh, you see, you said wow, me, I okay. was never an Alanis okay, Morissette guy. So, yeah. That's yeah. your problem. Okay, got it. Yeah, right, right, right. It's, that it's makes more sense specifically now. I see there, it. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, that was a good one. We, we could we almost spun a, a, an extra one out of that. We could have done Brittany, Xtina, and who's the third one? Oh, J Lo, Start Bench Cut. Came up with that one on the spot. Jojo, Jojo. I mean, I'm starting J Lo. Um, I'm putting Xtina on the bench. I'm cutting Brittany. Although hashtag save Brittany. <laughs> Say Brittany. Uh, Say Brittany. All right. You want a baseball one? Here, here's the hard one for you. Here's the one I actually designed to be difficult for you today. We got young star baseball players start bench cut Juan Soto, mm -hmm. Fernando Tatis Jr., and Ronald Acuna. Man, this, this will probably – okay, I don't – we we should have another junior in there. I feel like 
Who's who's the third best junior? <laughs> Ken Tony Griffey Jr. Jr. I would take. No. Vladimir uh, Guerrero wow. Jr. We could have made it three juniors. I could. could. Boop. Juan I Soto. I do think it makes Soto is a Soto is a step yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, none of these necessarily jump out at me, but the first thing that I'm seeing that that's a separator is cut. I think I can very for everyone that that may have have disagreed with me about Taylor Swift. You're going to be back on this train because I'm cutting Fernando Tatis Jr. The dude has yet to play 162 games, right? Again, injury in 2019. Uh, he, he caused the pandemic in 2020. Actually, that one wasn't his fault. But the injury maybe was his fault, right? Uh-huh. So 50-50. Half the time it was his issue, the other half. That's right. Uh, so, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and cut Tatis Jr. He might be the most exciting, might be the most marketable of the three. Um, and even though Juan Soto is out there doing some Ted Williams type things, and I think he's uh, very much maybe a little underappreciated, I do like the ability of Ronald Acuna to uh, both play play some solid defense, but to be able to steal a base. Like he's the 40-40 guy. That's a little bit sexier than, oh, hey, his, he has an OPS in line with Ted Williams historically. So for that reason, I'm going to bench Juan Soto, and I'm going to start Ronald Acuna Jr. Acuna, not Acuna, Acuna. And you know how I learned to pronounce that? Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper <laughs> taught me that one. Thank you, Bryce Harper. Now I know how to pronounce his name. Did you see that clip? Did you see that? I did. There was did. a fan shouting. He's like, it's Acuna. Say his name right. It's Acuna. And I'm like, Acuna. thank you, Bryce. Thank you. I love that that's what he was stuck on with that guy, just berating him. I'm like, dude, get his name right. Cunha. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm starting Acuna, benching Soto, and cutting Tatis. Makes it easy. Yeah. I, I, Start I think ben- that- <laughs> that, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's the way. Again, we're, our, our, we're thinking way too much alike here. We are. It's getting scary. Soto's just so much fun. It's it's a ridiculous amount of fun, and he's fun without the hair. He's fun without the the baubles. He's fun without wearing the the, the neck right. gaiter, the colorful elbow pad. He's just able to do it with with his own personality, and right. he might even be the youngest of all of them. It's crazy to think. I think that's right. He still might be right. younger than Tatis. He, he, he debuted so so damn young. Um, Start bench cut coaches on the Rockies coaching staff. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. There's there's some buzz apparently. There's some buzz name? about buzz? coaching changes. Yeah. Isn't there always? <sighs> oh boy. Um okay. Does it make a difference? Does it does it really make a difference, right? Right. Why well, it doesn't matter who is the bench coach for the Colorado Rockies this year. It doesn't matter who is the hitting coach for the major league team this year. I don't think any of these guys are going to be around when the season starts next year. So it's just they're they're you know, you might want to send it now. If there's a message that you want to send to some of the younger guys in the clubhouse, which again, we're not in the clubhouse to kind of get a lot of that behind the scenes dirt as much as we would like. Again, we do have some contact information. We text a little bit here and there, but it's it's just not the same of just sidling up to someone and go, "Hey, has so and so been all right?" Or you know, let's let's kind of scoop on that off the record. Uh, we don't have that ability right now. So un- unless you're trying to send a message to these young guys by getting rid of a coach, maybe that's been placating them or something, it, there's just little to no benefit because the, the the Rockies right now are all about their future. 
and there's not a lot of future on this current day roster. But of what there is, those are the guys you need to cultivate and you need to make sure are learning the right lessons. And it's one of the reasons why you need some of the veterans around. So you're going to over, over, overspend on some veterans that are going to underperform on the field, but will overperform in the clubhouse. Right. Because you, you, need to, you need to focus on that future going forward. It's hard. It, I, I understand yeah. the frustration. I understand why everyone says, hey, uh, change the manager and, and the results are going to be different. But, but what would you do different? If you were managing this team. Right. If what <laughs> yeah. you would do is that much more different than what Bud Black is already doing, then you can say, all right, well, maybe Bud Black is being a little bit stubborn. And maybe, you know, you do need to make way for somebody else. But if there's if the changes is, is relatively negligible, then it just is what it is, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, another non-baseball start bench cut. I real I wrote this one out and then I realized this is gonna be harder for me than it is for you almost assuredly. But Ooh, Star I do like Wars, that. Star Trek, Harry Potter. All right, we're cutting Star Trek right off the bat. No oh. thanks. Oh, this nah. just he Never. did it, he did it with such ease. I, no, I you just know, didn't get into Trek, huh? Never. If if I wasn't taking a sip from my DNVR stickered uh, bottle, uh, I would have just said cut as soon as you said Star Trek. Uh, no, I just I have more I have more troubles with Star Trek than than the troubles. Uh, it, it goes beyond that, so I'm I'm out on that. Um, I'll, I'll start Star Wars, and I'm gonna I'm actually gonna bench Harry Potter. Now, I Harry Potter did help me. Uh, did help educate me, got me into reading a lot more. It, it kind of mm-hmm. helped mm-hmm. help catapult me into reading some more adult books and stuff. Nothing wrong with reading adult, uh, young adult, uh, young adult fiction, but that helped. That was a catalyst for me in a major way. Didn't really get into the movies, uh, enjoy the books, but I'll do I'll do Star Wars all day. It's fun. That's that's good stuff. Give me all the spinoffs. Now again, I don't necessarily watch. I only dabble here and there. But it's enjoyable. I, it's it's a world that I've I've grown up in, right? You, we yeah. we know that world probably better than any of the three. You almost have to go out of your way more to get Star Trek. Maybe not Harry Potter so much, but I grew up with Star Wars, so I'm gonna go with the Star Wars. And no, I was not old enough to see the original in theater in a drive-in movie theater. And how oh, dare come on now? Come on. Okay. I'm just getting ahead of it for Michaela, just in case. Right. <laughs> Seriously, right. Uh, this one's tough, and actually, I uh, I I had this as uh, instead of Harry Potter, I had Lord of the Rings in there as well. I wasn't sure which of those would be harder or easier. It actually made it much more difficult on me, so I, I swapped them out. I would bench Star Trek at that point and cut Lord of the Rings. How about that? Oh wow! I I haven't seen any of the Lord of the Rings. No, I think I saw the first no one, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I get it, but I'm good. I saw the first one. <laughs> I was out. I'm out. Yeah, I get it. Not um, even Martin Freeman could have brought me back in. I, I yeah. Tim, Tim from the original Office UK. Not even yeah. he could pull me back into that world. Sorry, J R R R R. Watson. Watson on that. That's right. Uh, yeah. So this is very difficult for me. Uh. I'm actually going to have to cut Harry Potter of the choices I landed on if we're leaving Lord of the Rings out of it. I, and I love Harry Potter, seen all the movies, read the first like four or five books. Uh, you you know, I'm into it. I've got no real complaints beyond. I, it, it just, I enjoy them when they're on beyond that. 
I don't really get into it. Where it gets very difficult for me <laughs> is with these other two because I, I it, they just tickle two completely different parts of the brain for me. Star Wars is pure fun, enjoyment, uh, laughing and having a good time, and ooh, they got laser swords and look good at the point. explosion. There and, are moments where you can laugh in Star Wars. Star Trek, um, I don't know that that happens. Well, I'm a big The Next Generation guy. I think I mentioned that once or twice on this show. It's probably my favorite show of the night. Probably one of my top five favorite television shows of all time. Uh, I really love Star Trek The Next Generation. Some of the other ones I don't get into as much, and I don't get into the deeper lore. But the philosophical, basically every single episode of that show, and, and every Star Trek really is a different philosophical conundrum. And that was my area of study right and they, they actually match up it's like literally like oh today we're reading Immanuel Kant oh today we're reading Rene Descartes Ooh, now it's uh, you know Hobbes and Shaw now we're on to utilitarianism now and it's just like it's amazing and it just tickles my brain in all the right ways and most of Star Trek is people sitting in rooms talking about problems and I love it and I love that stuff so I'm actually going to start Star Trek bench Star Wars wow. And I love Star Wars, man. I'm one of those people that goes to bat for it. But when you really do take a step back and look at the 30, it's the Taylor Swift of movies. It's remarkably popular and millions and millions of people love it. And there's a lot of good there. But when you start digging down deeper, there's not there's not much substance to it. It's it's a lot of cotton candy fun. And there is like and like if you're into the Mandalorian and stuff and you just like read novels, you want to dive in, you want to make it intellectual you can make star wars intellectual but on its face value it's mostly not and so and i agree with sm right here just basically wrapping up this entire podcast wondering okay what did you all do with michaela <laughs> where's where's Matt she I, I she must have uh, gotten our the the notes uh, the pre-show notes and she saw <laughs> like what what are they talking about no, you know you guys get that out of your system talk about all of that flush it so that when I come back for the Wednesday post game we're we're done with that and so because of that we might as well wrap it up and and start bench cut Deep Space Nine Battlestar Galactica or Radioactive Man and Fallout Boy. Where do those rank? I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't know what any of the three of those things are, but I know enough to make that reference. And we're just going to move on. Are you going to go with a Muse song? There's, a, yeah, <laughs> Battlestar Galactica is pretty dope too. But anyway, uh, well, those were some beefy takes. That's right. I did it. I said it. I moved into the Hassle Cattle Beef read just like that. I am a Hassle Cattle Beef man. I think they make up about 40% of my diet at this point. I'm a big fan of the beef, whether you're having bacon in the mornings, a little ground beef, ground chuck for your chili or your tacos, whatever you're doing there. Uh, uh, stroganoff is another thing we do with it all ground up. You get uh, stroganoff, yeah. yeah. Can't wrong with that. that that's one of my favorites to do with them. They've also got award-winning hamburgers, and that's all before you get to the fancy steaks. If you like a really nice cut of meat, it fits whatever your budget options are. Whether you're just trying to fill up your fridge with the normal beef that you get, we got it down here at the DNVR bar now. But that wagyu beef really is something else. It could change your life. I've got 100% positive reviews on the stuff. Check them out at HassleCattleCompany.com. It's H-A-S-S-E-L-L-CattleCompany.com. And use promo code DNBR10 to get 10% off your entire purchase. And if you order over 200 bucks, you'll receive 
free shipping. I promise you won't be disappointed, or if you are, you'll be the very first person who has gotten back to me and True. said, you know, I didn't think the beef was good or I didn't think it was worth it. I haven't gotten any of those, not even like minor complaints. Like nope. the packaging was bad. It arrived late, like nothing guys, 100% positive reviews on Wagyu beef from Hassle Cattle Company. It really could change the way you eat. It's damn good beef. So good. And our friends over at Gabby Insurance are going to save you a bunch of money, enough to buy, uh, enough to get free shipping on, on your Hassle Cattle Company order because they saved me 480 bucks. Uh, oh, yeah, I, get, I hooked my mom up with some of the sausage. That's right. She's here in the comments letting us know she got some of that jalapeno cheddar sausage from Hassle Cattle Company. So, again, 100% That's what I had for dinner reviews. last night. That's what I had for dinner last night. Cut up the sausage, threw it in a tomato sauce, put it over some bow tie pasta. Boom. Mm. Fantastic. Fantastic stuff. And you can set aside a little bit of money for that Hassle Cattle Beef order when you use our friends at Gabby Insurance. Stands for Get a Better Insurance. That's exactly what they do. Takes you less than 10 minutes to save money. You don't have to pay anything for it. There's no obligation, no text messages, no emails, no bothersome stuff, just more money in your pocket. It's that easy. Go to GABI.com slash DNVR. Like I said, it took me less than 10 minutes. You put in some information. They show you a whole bunch of quotes. You pick the one you like the best, and boom. You're saving money. Save me 480 bucks. Save our guy Eric Weedham over a grand. Find out what they can do for you. Don't pay too much for your home or car insurance. Go to GABI.com slash DNVR for your free check today. All right. The Astros lineup did come out. They do have a couple of big boppers right there in the middle who are they're having their typically quality season. Miles Straw leads off. Michael Brantley, look out for him. Alex Bregman. Yeah. Same, Carlos Correa, Kyle Tucker, 11 RBIs, leads the team. Yuli Gurriel at first base. Aledmus Diaz, who has some decent numbers against Gray. He's probably faced them the most, uh, but not very many. Martin Maldonado, batting eighth, and then the pitcher spot. So that's Gurriel and Bregman rake at Coors without looking at any numbers. Obviously, we didn't know what the lineup was going to be just off the top of my head. I know Gurriel and Bregman rake at Coors. And Brantley, I'm pretty sure also, but I, I think Brantley rakes everywhere. I think you could see Gray five innings, maybe gives up five earned runs, gets those five Ks, but leaves with a lead because Rockies are up seven five at that point, and it's down to the bullpen. So, shoot, now that I say that, ooh, it's going to be a nail biter. But uh, the bats are going to come through. We're going to get tacos tonight and take that over ten and a half. By the fifth inning, they're going to they're going to be over ten and a half according to my according to my numbers. Right. Boom. Oh, love it. The numbers got it. Take all the overs. I love it. Well, we're going to find out. That's one of the great things about doing this, watching, having fun with all of you out there. Make sure you're subscribing so that you're not missing any of this stuff. Uh, like we talked about earlier, all the written content. Uh, you're following everybody on social media, at Drew Creaseman, at Patrick D. Lines, at Michaela E. Perkins, at DNVR underscore Rockies. So that way we're keeping together on social media. The TikTok, lots of TikTok content going on these days. I've finally figured out how to make it work a little bit. Uh, there's some pretty hilarious stuff on there from the family, the team here. I'm going to start getting involved with some of those things as well. Uh, it's It's just, it's fun. I've now that I kind of understand what it is. Okay. I I'm, it's like, it's, I'm like Patrick, Lord of the Rings. Okay. I get it. <laughs> but I, now I need to get to that next stage where I'm, I'm into it. So we're, we're working on that, but all the social media, follow us there. Make sure you're, eating your Hassle Cattle Company Wagyu beef, you're drinking your Strava Craft coffee in your Breck Brew. Remember, when you do help out our sponsors, that really, really helps all of us out directly. 
Come on down to the DNVR bar sometime. Get yourself a bigger beer if you're a member of the family. We appreciate you all. Hope you continue to be absolutely awesome out there. We promise to continue to be absolutely Patrick Lyons and Drew Creaseman in here. And until next time, we will see you at the ballpark.